Welcome to another episode of the Zooch and Wild podcast. Zooch, how is your settings in the Salt Lake City Airport? I'm in the Salt Lake City Airport. The Shake Shack here had no cheese, no ketchup. Uh, <laughs> they had, had like basically nothing, but my other options were Panda, the Pizzerera oh, Limon, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I didn't want to keep walking because I wanted to get on the pod. I think in a I think in a normal circumstance you would have gotten panda, but panda before a flight to New York seems like such an inconvenience. You you did the very noble thing of not subjecting everyone to Panda Express, post Panda <laughs> Express <laughs> on an airplane. Post Panda Express and like overnight, which you could just wake up in the middle of the night and like <laughs> Oh my gosh. It could yeah. be bad. Yeah. Nothing 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 fuels a day quite like uh, orange chicken. Um, you know what else is bad, Zooch? You know, we're gonna get into some of the games later, but it'd be we'd be doing a disservice to everyone, uh, college football fans included, if we didn't address, uh, as my thing says, uh, <laughs> what I like to call and I like this headline the Michigan Manifesto and Michigan's filming of the sideline. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, Michigan had a staffer, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard about Michigan had a staffer a low-paid staffer, and that staffer was filming other opponents' signals in person and running this kind of, like, weird ring. And honestly, it's bad. I think Michigan's in the wrong here. The more I read into it, though, it's so funny. The fact that he had a 600-page manifesto detailing how he was going to take over the Michigan program, I honestly respect his fandom at some level. Like, he is a true thing is. I haven't really listened to too much what coaches have had to say about it. But I, I, I just find it hard to believe that other coaches aren't doing the same. You're kind of an idiot I, if you're not doing so that at a certain point. Deion Sanders and Matt Rule, I think they got asked about it, and, and they both immediately went like, oh, I don't care. Like, that doesn't bother me. I think that's a telltale sign of, yeah, there's more than just Michigan that's doing this, and I don't want to open up Pandora's well, box. So to speak. I'm sure like probably lower level G5 schools aren't doing it, but I just don't understand like why you wouldn't like I used to always kind of wonder why you'll see like it's no, normal number one, it's also always the worst head coaches who have the tarp that's like 65 feet wide <laughs> that's being held above them. <laughs> but I don't know why, it's... like if you like it's not this didn't just come out like la- like all of a sudden everyone found out about it last week like allegedly people have heard about it for a while and i don't know i just don't think it's like yeah it's a bad look they look stupid because they were like venmoing the guy money for the game oh, like they're on like their- venmoing that's him. the stupid part about it I think the stupid, funny part is, though, that this guy's, like, ex-Navy, and he's essentially using, like, military tactics at Michigan, I think is funny. <laughs> Another part that I think is completely awesome, just, like, from looking outside in, is, yes, Michigan, I think it's in the wrong, of course. Like, you can't, like, film people's, like, signals. Like, if you want to find out people's signals, it's kind of like the same mindset I have with, like, stealing, like, pitchers pitches like if you're on second base and you find out that like one yeah. two means curveball i'm in all of favor with that second baseman going like hey it's a curveball but then it's like the astros it's like when you get the camera when it becomes like almost like an automated machine like robotic process i think that crosses a line yeah that's fair it's just I, like i said i haven't read too much into it because i saw it and i just thought oh like i've always thought like what if somebody like in my head, like ever, not always, but ever since it's become the new fad, right? That instead of the quarterback going to the sidelines or huddling up each play, everyone looks to the sideline and you have the poster boards that have, you know, shake. I think Shack, everyone should just do Jonathan Bob. Smith and just do the Jonathan Smith and just do the, just do the, well, it the milk all, in the clock. It could also all be taken away if the NCAA would just allow quarterbacks like the NFL to have this the uh, headset in their helmets. That just would be do, true. like, just do it. And no, then because, I, I mean, because you know, there's some people like Kirk Ferentz or like 
whatever the coaches at Air Force said that would be like, oh, you know, stadium doesn't work. Like, like, you know, if that was the case, Iowa would be like, oh, our headsets aren't working on Ohio State week. Sorry, looks like both teams can't use it. <laughs> like, that's... Right, and then you – well, too, my thing with it is, like, Ohio State and Penn State are the biggest ones, and Michigan State a little bit up in arms about it. Ohio State, you had a coach covering up an assistant coach beating the shit out of his wife. Mm-hmm. For forever, Penn State. We all know what you did. That's what I was going with get your to. thing. Like, you got you had and, Jerry Sandusky prowling legitimately. That's not even like a word. I'm like he was a prowler to children for like 25 years. And you guys program. were going to Rose Bowl, so, sit, so you kept it up. Yeah, sit this one out. Sit out if you had a rapist on your a child molester on your team for 25 years. Sit out the guy filming signals. It's not too totally pot. agree. Totally agree. Every, this is like the Big Ten East should just be like the Spider-Man meme of just like, you guys are like morally yeah. wrong. Like you guys are the worst. You guys are the worst. The rest of the country, that's what I was going to get to with like the looking at it subjectively. Everyone else in the country looks at Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State like the biggest bunch of freaking dipshits that have, like, that have ever walked the, the planet. They are so self-righteous it feels like. the big. I feel like the, the Big Ten more than any, in any conference – and I, I like a lot of teams in the Big Ten. I like a lot of coaches in the Big Ten. They produce good players. They have good teams. But the Big Ten is it is like the arrogance of like the Pac-12 pre this whole collapse with like the kind of like that mean-spirited like craziness of the SEC. So it's like you're an elitist, like passive-aggressive, like D-bag, but you're also like a conniving, cunning, like – will kill someone to win a game. And I feel like it's just the worst combo that exists in the Big Ten. And you, and you see thing it with is situations they, like you just mentioned. Yeah, they act all high and mighty. I mean, like, and it's like I love college football, but it's a dirty, not even, a lot of the times the stuff isn't even dirty. Like, I don't really, at the end of the day, like we make fun of uh, Jeremy Pruitt for giving Tennessee players money in the McDonald's bag. That's really like if you sit down and think about it, you're like, that's not that. There's a lot worse stuff that's happened. And Penn State and Ohio State are on the end of far worse stuff that's happened than somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it, it went probably a little bit too far if you're straight up filming it. But Michigan was stupid in the fact that they made it so, like all the stuff so public. Like the guy was getting Venmo uh, transactions. Mm-hmm from Michigan State assistant coaches, like, stuff like that. I'm just like, if you're going to cheat, cheat better. Yeah, it's, That's my whole thing is, like, just be better. Like, it's very – in today's world, to me, it's almost easier. Like, you're always going to have, like – it's always going to get out a little bit, right? Like, if you and I were playing for Florida State right now and NIL wasn't a thing and Mike Norvell – somehow maneuvered things around to where we were each getting $100,000. Our close friends would probably know a little bit about that. And then – Yeah, and even if they didn't know – Yeah, even if they didn't know, they would go, hey, Diego, how are you, like, covering – like, how – why are you always the guy who's going, like, hey, I got your drink? Or it's like, huh, Diego, like, when when'd you when'd you replace the car? Like, I, like you, you can't work a job. Right. But – yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think like th- this is not something that should be that should go unpunished. I think it'll probably, from being realistic, it's probably going to be some sort of scholarships taken away, maybe a fine. Maybe if Jim Harbaugh knew about it, I, I bet he gets suspended because he already had the incident. I, I bet he'll get yeah. like suspended some games. It'll probably be next year, but he might be gone at that point, so it might not matter. Yeah. But I don't think for for the people calling for like wins to be vacated, I think that's probably where I draw the line in a step too far. But yeah, fine, scholarships take taken away, you know, s- sanctions like that. I think is a fair fair punishment for the crime. And if they do have scholarships taken away, pull a Bobby Bowden, and beat the system by having guys come to your school that play football but are track scholarship athletes. Yeah, they still have to Boom. run track, but you. Is a, that's what makes that's, like what, that's what that's what uh butch uh didn't uh butch davis do that at miami yeah. too when when he took over because he's he used the, the bobby bowden strategy because that's when miami almost got the death penalty in the late 90s 
So Butch Davis was like, we're going to get some track guys. Wasn't Santana Moss on a track scholarship? Yeah, there was quite a few because they could only have a limited amount. And he's like, well, these guys don't, can't afford basically to come to a private school and play football. They Their families don't have that type of money. Most people don't have that type of money without taking out a gargantuan amount of loans. So he's like, we'll put you on track, a track scholarship. And they still had to run track. Like Santana Moss, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, was like – Winning the ACC or something like that in the hundred meter dash or yeah, big, something. Big time players make big time good. plays and big time games. All time quote exactly. from Santana Moss. Well, <laughs> big time players making big time plays and big time games is not something this next team's doing. I think you know where I'm going with this. Who's going to jump into last week's games? Do a little recap. Are we really surprised that James Franklin lost again? No, there was. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of those games that year after really year, surprised. like they try to they try to hype it up. And you know, I understand the hyping up like Alabama, Auburn, or Georgia, Florida, because it seems like every once in a while, you know, the underdog in that game wins or it's competitive. I truly don't remember in my mind the last time I saw Penn State. And I know James Franklin's like one in seven or whatever it is now. Versus Ohio State, I have no recollection of that win whatsoever. Ohio State, they they can't seem to get over that hump with Ohio State. Like, that's the hump that they can't get over. Right. I mean, Drew Aller, I remember I, I was texting people. I'm like, is this Drew Aller? Like, the last I saw of Drew Aller was, like, in the early weeks, and he's tearing teams up, kind of forget about Penn State a little bit. Drew Aller, it's like they didn't trust him to throw the football. I think they were, I remember they said on, like, the TV, like, Gus Johnson, it's like, he hasn't thrown. It seems like he he didn't throw a pass past ten yards. Right, like, th- th- that's what it seemed to me. And it's like James Franklin was like he wasn't trusting his young quarterback to beat, in my opinion, a superiorly talented team. You Penn, Penn State can say all they want; they're a very talented team. Ohio State was, has more talent than you. You got to be able to take some chances and win on some, let's say, 50-50 plays. You yeah, got to have your QB Drew Aller. He had to let it rip, and he did it. Right, and it's like James Franklin. He's been there close to a decade now, right? He's getting. He's had a long tenure there because their mm-hmm. coach before him was uh, Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien, and he and did he, a good job. Yeah, he did he, a good job. I don't think Bill O'Brien. I'll, I'll go off on a tangent. As much as we joke about Penn State, like I hate Penn State. Everyone knows I hate Penn State. That. Penn State could have very well easily become Nebraska after yep. the whole incident. I think Bill Bill O'Brien should get more credit than he does, in my he opinion. He should. And James Franklin came into a pretty good – it's not like James Franklin came in after they couldn't go to a bowl game for the two years. And, you know, I mean, if I was 17 years old and Penn State was recruiting me when all that stuff started happening, oh, oh, no. I would be like, I don't – that is some – that's, and you didn't have some sort of connection to Penn State? Like, if right. you were outside the state of Pennsylvania, I, I totally agree. It's like, why would I even want to touch that? No, I, I don't want to touch that. It has a – it just – the whole thing stinks. And James Franklin has come in, and it's just like – I know people are saying he should be on the hot seat and stuff, and I, that one I kind of agree on because – Really? What At what point – like, he, it's not that he never wins those games. It's he does the same thing. Over and over and what over. I think, what I think Penn State's lo- looking for is that I don't think there's a team in the country besides maybe I, – I don't think there's a team in the country besides maybe like the second-place Pac-12 team that always seems to have like two or three losses that is going to benefit more than benefit more than Penn State at having a 12-team playoff. Like I, I think that's yeah. the one thing that Penn State's waiting on because they're waiting on James Franklin – because he can win every game, it seems like, but Michigan and Ohio State. I think Penn State's just kind of hoping that he wins one of those games, and then, you know, maybe you can beat an Oklahoma or you can beat a Washington or beat an LSU, and then you're in the semifinals without ever having to beat Michigan or Ohio State. I honestly think, like, that's what Penn State's waiting on. But if he can't do that, I'm with you. If he can't get, get to the playoffs and win a playoff game with the 12-team format, it's a scary thing to think about because it's the classic, do you keep with something good or do you get rid of it, but it might be something great or something average? 
great. Yeah, it's just – it's like, I mean, in your mind, do you think they're going to beat Michigan? Uh, no. No, That's I what don't. I'm saying. It's I, like every I, I think year, it's going like, to be I, a little bit. I, th- I think it's going to look better than the Ohio State game because I think James Franklin is a good enough coach where he seems to where he he can rally some troops to get him to play with a little more fire. So I don't think it's going to be quite as bad of a game as this one. But no, I don't think they beat Michigan. Yeah, I mean that game went last week. I think I said on here last week it's going to be like 14 to six with eight minutes left, and then Ohio State's going to get a long drive because the Penn State defense has played. 35 minutes at that point and go up mm-hmm. 21 to six. Penn State ended up scoring and trying the onside kick, but it, yeah. that game was never really like I don't even remember if Ohio State trailed. I don't think they did. No, I don't think so. I don't think they did. And if they did, it never seemed like they didn't have control. That was yeah. the constant in that game was control. Um, yeah, that's about it. I have on that game. Uh, UT Bama, it's Bama for real. I told Sean he can – or actually I told Cody, but I told – you just felt – and maybe you didn't feel the same way. I just felt in that game when Tennessee started out strong and couldn't score in the red zone, I just had that <laughs> gut feeling like it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. They're no, not going to score here and add points. And, you're. I mean, Al, Alabama's not going to get killed. The only time I remember them getting killed recently under Saban was that Clemson national title game. Like every mm-hmm. other time they've lost – they had a chance to, to win a game. And then Tennessee just – I don't even think Tennessee scored in the second half, did they? I don't I don't think they did. Not not when I was watching. I left a little early. I, I had a concert in the city. Shout out all my Dead Mouse fans out there. Uh, saw some Dead Mouse this weekend. It was great uh, for the first time ever seeing him. But, no, I don't think he did. But you know what this Bama team reminds me of? It reminds me of a little bit of old school statement. Kind of like the early – McElroy days, or I know we've joked about this guy a lot, but the Blake Sims year, you know, maybe they're not the national champion, but man, they're going to beat 99% of the teams on their schedule. They're, I mean, now that they've gotten over Tennessee, only LSU, they might be an underdog again, but other than that, they have with, with, with the way Auburn, they'll be a favorite over them. They have whoever, whatever crappy, like, Sunbelt or FCS team they played the week before <laughs> Auburn, whoever, like Wofford or whoever that'll end up being. Samford. It's always like Samford, yeah. never the Citadel. No team ever will schedule the Citadel <laughs> because the Citadel, obviously they're a military college, but the Citadel implies <laughs> guerrilla war tactics on the football field. It seems like where if you can't beat me, I'm taking as many of you down before I go right. down. So it's just like cut blocks for 90 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you, 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 I thought Jalen Milrow, Milrow looked better in this game. I thought he looked like this. This the old school Bama. It was old school Bama. It's not. Yep. We have gotten used to Bama. They've had the lineage of quarterbacks. You know, Hertz to Tua to Mac Jones to Bryce Young, and we forget. Nick Saban won three national championships and was making national championships. Four national championships. He one with guys three guys who didn't end up playing in the nfl and one guy who was a backup so right. like this is it, it, it almost feels it felt this was the first game where it, it was like i got like that ratatouille like flashback moment when like igor eats the ratatouille and he sees his younger self watching this was like man i'm watching greg McElroy. I'm, I'm watching aj mccarron and they're only scoring 28 points a game and they're beating the hell out of teams yeah exactly like they i mean since that Texas game, they haven't particularly come close to losing. Like they led Old Miss for the. They had the USF game, but that's because yeah, that's Tyler true. Buckner, Tyler Pick Six Buckner, as we call him, was the starter. And it was like yeah. pouring rain in that game, too, if yeah. I remember. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, they dominated Tennessee in the second half, dominated Old Miss in the second half. The Arkansas game was a. It wasn't as close as a score. Poor like, Sam Pittman. He's so fired. Yeah, he's, he's so poor Sam Pittman. He's done. He's, he's so far. Oh man, he's oh man. I got we got to feel bad. Sam Pittman, if you are listening to this, man, my my heart goes out to you, man. Have a cold beer, man. But you, it, it's I, I I just feel bad. 
I felt like he had something going with Arkansas and it just pooped the bed. It, yeah, it's, it has gone downhill rather <laughs> quickly. For the Razorbacks. You know what else has gone downhill is the USC Trojans, man. Oh, boy. First, I want to give like a shout-out to Utah. They shocked me. I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I did not think Utah was going to win this game. I thought this was going to be a, a complete rebound game for the Trojans. And... This, this was the classic USC game. This was the soft-ass team getting beat by the tough team. Like, yeah. the USC offense, it looked good, scoring points. They scored over 30 in the defense. They pooped the bed yeah. again. They, and they the, asked and the, the defense off- one time, boys. One time, limit them to not <laughs> hitting a field goal right here. And they couldn't. I, I, I think I this is a little. But I just don't Alex Grinch has to go. I don't understand what is up with him in that defense. It's not – it's just horrible. This is a move that I think Lincoln Riley has to make. I think if he makes it in the offseason too, I think a lot of USC alumni and donors and people around that program get, get off his back, and he can at least buy one more year, I think, of good grace. Because yep. then, then then he could be like, oh, man, like the defense has been bad. We're finally going to get a new defense now. Because this defense has the players. It's not like they – like. This defense, unlike the years, I'm sorry, at Oklahoma, where you know some of the guys they had weren't the best. Like this defense is all transfers. The freshmen, they have five-star freshman middle linebacker. Like they have SEC guys, they have Big 12 guys. They got the guy from Oklahoma State, the starting linebacker, is playing for them now. They just look soft. And then the offense, they can only do so much. Like they're asking the offense to bail them out of scenarios that the offense can't bail them out in. Like this is the game. I bet like like USC's defense is like, oh man, I, I, like if only you would have scored forty two points, like then they would have won. Like you can't be expected to score forty points every single game. Like no. you, you just can't. And you're not going to score that many against Utah nine times out of ten. Like the offense played great considering how good Utah's defense has been basically all year long. So I mean. If he wants to save his job, and he's another one that I think might be NFL bound along with Jim Harbaugh. But... Oh, man. I think if Lincoln Riley goes NFL, I think that confirms what a lot of people thought. And I know Oklahoma fans would just go crazy. Why don't you pipe down Sooners? That's, that's what I'll say. Also, don't you think? I think it's a little weird when you like, I like hating on like stuff. I'm a, I'm a professional player. I hate on myself. As a professional hater myself, uh, I get hating on stuff but the obsession that oklahoma fans have for lincoln riley i think it's like a tad unhealthy i I think rooting from the fail is cool but man you guys gotta like tone it down a little bit sooner undefeated in number five yeah they have two losses who cares like i just i mean i understand being like oh yeah like this guy left us for a program that's probably a little bit at least right now under us in terms of success recently for better or worse. But at this point, I'd be like, we're undefeated. We're probably going to end up in the big 12 championship with a shot to play in the playoff. USC is not winning the pac 12. USC is not going to the playoff. USC is probably going to that. Uh, what's the bowl game in uh, the sun bowl. Oh no. The Tony, the tiger sun bowl. That's probably where USC is headed. Oh no, that means they might throw them play. in the Alamo Bowl. I don't know. I Ooh, mean, because the Alamo Bowl is usually good. like the third or fourth team, though. So, but do you think Washington's if... the top, and then Oregon's probably going to a New Year's Six, and then you got Utah, which might go to either Alamo or Holiday, and then you got U- UCLA, USC. It'll probably be UCLA or USC with either going to. The Holiday Bowl or Sun Bowl or Alamo Bowl. Do you think if Oklahoma were to lose like once or twice, like say they lose a game before the Big 12 title and lose again, they try to make that Hol- or that uh, Alamo Bowl, USC, Oklahoma? It depends on uh, – uh, I think it depends on a lot of stuff because like what if you got a one-win old Miss team that like they – or like a two-loss Ole Miss team that they could leave out, or they have an ACC team that they can leave out. Like, there's going to be a lot of those middling teams yeah. that could make a New Year's Six but won't. But I, the last thing on this game is, I, I just want: Do you think 
Caleb Williams should sit out the rest of the year. Yes. Really? So he's, from a personal, he's here with Acha. Okay. From a personal standpoint, I I think it twenty years ago it was one thing to me to sit out. But now with the amount of money you make in the NFL, yeah, I understand the odds are low that he takes a shot and blows out his knee and his draft stock plummets, but they're not zero. And I don't know. I just look at it from a personal point of view. And if we weren't going to really be, I mean, yeah, they could still win the Pac-12, I guess. So they still have a little bit to play for. But if it was to me playing for something like we talked about, like probably Max Alamobile and something happens and you get hurt and you're like, well, I'm trying to play in the Alamobile and you miss out on, I mean, I don't think he would drop too far because of the hype around them. But you're still going to have, you know, owners and stuff not wanting to give you as much money as you could have gotten if you do have some free – and yeah. if that's what it would be as a freak injury. But Part of me, yeah. Part of me sees where you're coming from. And I think – I look at this from two ways on, on this. Is that sitting out does kind of, sh- kind of hammer in the nail – on a pattern of behavior and that you've shown to kind of be like, Oh, are you a little soft? Are you a little immature? Are you a little bit of a prima donna? And that will hammer it in. That's the con. Like that'll hammer it in for a ton of people. The pro is some, someone's still going to take you, whether right. you go one, one overall or not, you're going in the top 10. Why jeopardize that? Then on the flip side, I think if he does end up sitting out, you better be good in the NFL. Because if yeah. you sit out and don't do good, then it's a double whammy. Like you are the worst, and then that's what I think will actually get like really bad hate. Like no longer like funny hate. It'll be like really bad. But if he sits out, wins Rookie of the Year next year in the NFL, everyone's gonna forget this. Right. And uh, it's weird now because people are doing the like. <clears throat> there's creeping in a little bit of this like, oh, he's hasn't won anything in college. Other than Joe Burrow right now, Court- like Mahomes, Mahomes never won anything. Allen, Allen never won anything. Oh, I, I guess Trevor Lawrence did, and Jalen Hurts got cl- like some of the guys did. Yeah, but but like, Jalen Hurts is kind of comparable with Caleb Williams. Like they didn't win the national championship; they won a lot of games. Right. Like, uh, speaking of winning a lot of games, just gonna quick, quickly touch off on this because if we could enter the Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect meme right here, we hate to say we told you so, but we told you so. UNC losing <laughs> again. Are we surprised, no. or is this the classic midseason UNC loss? Classic UNC midseason loss, and <laughs> they'll be nine and three. And yeah. have a lot of hype next year. And the Belk Bowl. Start, Here comes the Belk yeah. Bowl. <laughs> start like six and zero, and lose to someone random again, like Wake Forest. Or we'll have another good it. true freshman quarterback. It's like, yeah, this guy's going to be real good in three years. <laughs> it's oh, the classic gosh. UNC story. All right, and just quickly touching on, there are some iffy games and close calls. Just obviously, the uh, for the our West Coast fans, probably the majority of you are. There is the not holding call in the Arizona state Washington game. My favorite tweet from that moment was last year, the PAC 12, they had a team in the playoff in like eight years. Them refs knew exactly what they were doing. (laughs) Yeah. That that was a very bad note. That one. What do you think is worse? That one, that one or the Iowa fair catch. I uh, that one. I think the Iowa fair catch. You could. I could see a scenario where you think he's kind of calling for a fair catch. Or not that it was a great call, but I understand. Uh, he had his hand high enough to where it looked like it could be waving off. It could be a fair catch. They're both not good calls, but the PI one was blatant pass interference. Yeah, I totally agree, but. As a West Coast sports fan, sucks to suck. You know, if Washington makes the playoffs, no one's going to remember that. And Arizona State, you're on a bullpen exactly. anyway. So, right. Uh, let's get into the next week games. I'm excited, man. We're Pac 12 football. It's been so awesome to talk about it all year. 
Um, this is where game day is going this week. Um, also, I haven't been watching game day as much. Been more on the Fox Big 12 wave or the Fox Big Noon wave, if I'm being honest with you. I've, I've, I've been watching way more Fox Big Noon with our boy Herb. Shout out our boy Herb. Herb. I do think that uh, – I think – and, like, I don't dislike, like, Pat McAfee's podcast or anything Me neither. like that. I like Pat McAfee's podcast. I, but he can be a little bit – It's a little bit much on game day. It, it, he's a little uh, bit much I hate on saying game that because I do like his podcast, but it's, like, it's a little much on game day. Yeah, just, like, a little bit too – like, I think he's trying to force it a little bit too much. Like, and that's just not what, you know – like I like Desmond Howard. I think Kurt Kerbstreet's a homer, but I like him on college. I like like oh, I think Clark. Desmond that's Howard is what... a total homer. I think Desmond Howard's. Home oh, they both city. are homers. He's Homer Simpson. They like they like he always like you know. He's like always happy and stuff like that. Like has a good time with the fans. I think with McAfee, it's just like it's very. Like flamboyant, flamboyant and loud, twenty four seven. And sometimes it's like. Yeah, you just want to hear like listen to them talk about the game. Like you're just getting ready for. You don't need like a hype person, I guess. The thing with McAfee too is that I really like McAfee. Like I said, I, I listen to his podcast. I think it's great on his podcast. One of the best sports podcasts in the game right now. Um, he at times it seems like it's the same energy when like Shannon Sharp talks basketball. Yeah, if that makes sense, like you can honestly tell, like Shannon Sharp likes basketball, and he loves LeBron, but it's like, man, you're not watching every game. Like I know right. you're not watching every basketball game. It, I don't know if Pat McAfee's watching every college football game. I know there's a lot of people who watch Game Day, like myself and you, and a lot of people in this country that are watching or following college football games all days on Saturdays. Right, like that's what we do. And it just seems like sometimes he comes off as not doing that. I don't know if he does. Also, it's his first year. Maybe he'll get better. Yeah. But what is going to be good is this game, Oregon, Utah. I kind of this is gonna be you remember that game where it was like the, the daytime and Oregon got like a last second touchdown on them? Like that guy caught it in the end zone. Yeah. That's I, I got this gut feeling it's gonna be like that again. I got this gut feeling that Oregon's gonna win late again. Bo Nix avenges his ranked loss to Washington and beats a very good Utah team. I'm staking my claim on it. Bo Nix. And, I mean, this is – it's a playoff eliminator. Like, I don't know that Utah would get in anyways, but Oregon's still eliminator. very much alive. I'm actually in Salt Lake right now. I have not seen any – it's only Wednesday, though, so I feel like most people would get in tomorrow night if they're going to the game or Friday maybe. But I'm not seeing a lot of Utah support at 11. What time is it? 10 p.m. Salt Lake City Airport. Shame on shame on you, Salt Lake. Well, I guess they all have to be in bed in Utah, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to any Utah listener. That was a cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. I went to school in Idaho. You could take cheap shots at me. It's okay. That was, that was, that was, that was a cheap shot to people in Utah. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm excited. I shots I'm are something that Utah people are not used to. So again, that was a that was a cheap shot. That was a cheap <laughs> shot. Sorry. I'm sorry. looking forward to this one too. I'm leaning Oregon, though. I'm, I'm, and this one, I, I, think, I, I honestly think it might be more than one score, though. I think it's going to be. I think Oregon's going to win this one. What's the spread? What's, what's the spread in that game? I am what's... not totally sure off my head. Let me let me look it up, and once I find it, versus Utah. Spread. I don't. I don't want to see if you think if if you think Utah can cover Utah. This is the Fox Sports. So this is via Fox Sports. Is the odds on this? And the Ducks are six and a half point favorites. I think so you're saying the Ducks cover. Okay. Stake and Zach's claims. Sean, can we get a little uh Zuch's bet? You got you guys failed in your frozen parlay. So I don't know if, it, if this is just a, let's put stupid bets on settled. <laughs> can we can we throw up? I mean, geez, you guys. Yeah, the you guys you throw money the on the, Or you no, guys want to make a bet? Well, Zuch Zuch has made a claim that he thinks he's got. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't want Zuch to. We have we have to put our money where our mouth is. 
says, yeah, that's sure? what we did. We are bet you, ten bucks on our our hockey. Are you are you laying down the line that Oregon's going to cover? Uh, I don't think so. I don't believe Fair in Oregon, enough. but I'm I'm Fair also enough. an Oregon hater, so I'm very <laughs> not very unbiased no, no. in this opinion. So is it? Is it? It's going to be a lot of this. Just it's, it's going to be a lot of people in Salt Lake just doing this in each other's face or that in each yeah. other's face. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Once we yeah. get a bet that we feel confident on, we'll get it going. You guys can ride with us. But Yeah. Oh, well. No, I think once you guys have like a good uh, like <clears throat> bet you guys are confident on or like a parlay, I think you guys should do the same thing. So I think it could be fun. But you do have to Fair put enough. your money where your mouth is, though, if you guys are going to do it. Money Even if it's five bucks, something, something. I might doing this. I'll be in New York this weekend, so I think DraftKings and all that crap is. Oh yeah, you're allowed to do it there. Yes, yeah, yeah, you should. Yes, stay tuned. You might be getting a a, a Zooch and Wild parlay coming soon. Yes. Ride with us. That would be fun. You guys should. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, the next one is not as fun. <laughs> I named this the Wow. These teams are still ranked bull, and it's <laughs> Louisville versus Duke. On a scale of one the to only- ten. I think i care about this game like at a six if i'm being honest with you i'm so sorry the only time i've watched duke this year <laughs> is that notre dame game i've not seen louisville take a snap truly i've, not I've seen louisville the only time i've watched louisville and duke play is versus notre dame because i watched a little bit of the louisville notre dame game these teams i guess we're gonna find out how good these teams actually are because i mean i know they laid a stinker but i don't even know what to talk about in this game I like I seriously don't like. There's, like, what do you what do you want me to say? I feel like this is just two teams that sh- shouldn't be ranked. Like I feel like if what's an un, what's an unranked team right now, like Wisconsin. Like if Wisconsin was number twenty five right now over Louisville, I would not bat a single eye. Like I wouldn't bat no. an eye. Like, it's no, and like easy. even that Duke game last week, I <clears throat> was watching. Ole Miss, uh, Auburn, and then I after that ended, I put on, I believe, the USC game. And I was like, oh, Duke was winning. Let me check that score. And it was like 45 to 20 FSU. I have no clue what he – I mean, it just seemed like FSU dominated them in the second half. So. They did. It was something like – it was like a crazy amount of unanswered points. But sorry, yeah. Devils. I think that also unfortunately means for Duke. I think Mike Elko – uh, you just gotta like. That's one of those things for Duke. It's like, man, if he gets a big time offer and he's okay with leaving, he's gonna leave because Duke can't match an offer from like an SEC school. Unfortunately, they will not. They cannot. But the last thing I want to talk about for next week or this upcoming week of games, so there's a lot of trap games. I'm 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 gonna read you some of these games off. Zuch. We got BYU versus Texas. We have USC versus Cal. Now, before you laugh, that I think is a trap game, and it's at Cal. There is Air Force versus Colorado State, and Tennessee versus Kentucky, Colorado versus UCLA, and Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Those are a lot of ranked teams playing games that I think can easily go the other way. The ones that I'm especially looking for as trap games is Colorado State versus Air Force. I think Colorado State is a team that's better than their record says. They're three and four, but I think they could easily be like five and two right now, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I'm just looking at – so I'm going to go over a couple of these. What do you think is the biggest trap game? BYU-Texas. BYU-Texas, Colorado State Air Force, Tennessee-Kentucky, Colorado, UCLA, or Ohio State, Wisconsin? Well, I'm going to say the Tennessee, Kentucky one, and I would almost be willing to guarantee that that Wisconsin, Ohio State game is like 28 nothing Ohio State at halftime. <laughs> Come on, jump around, Camp Randell. It won't matter. They'll, they have, I think game day is there. Game, I think game day is in. I thought Madison. game day is at Utah. I thought it was at Utah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's at Oregon. Maybe it was one of the college football shows. Maybe big news there. Maybe it's it's them, and I just feel like it's going to be, you know, Wisconsin's going to come up, come out all hype, go three and out. (laughs) Ohio State will go like first down punt, and then another three and out from Wisconsin, and then twenty-eight nothing. 
<laughs> that just seems like I, that type of big ten. I I think the trap game might be Colorado UCLA because UCLA is the team that could be trapped here. UCLA is yeah. twenty three in the country. Colorado just got embarrassed. Coach Prime, you know how you, you you've been high on Coach Prime. This is a game that's really going to test Coach Prime. If, if Dion can it rally is. this team, because this isn't a sexy game, this isn't a game that a ton of eyes are going to be on. This is a game. It's like, man, you want to prove yourself? All right, beat the twenty three ranked team. Come on, here we go. Right, get to five and three. I think that yeah, they're four and three right now. Right. Yes, so they, go, they go to five, five and three. three. You can't. I mean, they their over under I think was. Four was and a half. Yeah, four mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. So good job this, in year one. If you can I feel win like that. this game would also almost guarantee a bowl eligible if they could win this game because I feel like they have an easy game on the schedule. Like I think they got like Arizona left on the schedule, Washington yeah. State left on the schedule. Like they have some winnable games if, if they can just get this one in. They got some winnable games left on the schedule. But yeah, I think that's a trap game. Uh, also, uh, kind of funny. Trap game is a uh, North Carolina Georgia Tech could totally see oh, Georgia God. Tech winning that. Just totally see <laughs> Georgia Tech winning that. That's that's a game that's like five o'clock Eastern time, and it's it's gonna get like dark really early, and it's gonna be like ten thousand people in the stands. I think it's at Georgia Tech. Yeah, they, that's that just seems like a game where like Drake May could just throw a horrid like gut churning interception at the end. <laughs> yep. And then they're they have their second loss. They're probably not going to the ACC title. Or actually with the ACC they might still sneak in and like be ranked like nineteenth in the ACC championship. It's always it's it's always the ACC championship. It's always like four in the country versus twenty three in the country. <laughs> oh, Tired from flying, but yes. Well that one there's we... it's a weird week of college football. I would say that. I'm excited. And where we are, so for the uh, weekly segments this week, I'm done talking about the uh, games. Weekly segments this week, we are only doing the meme matchup this week, uh, halfly because Zach is at the airport. And also, we are prepping for a little, little teaser. Next week is the playoff uh, rankings reveal. And Zuch and I will also be revealing what are top four teams in the country should be with the first two teams out and how that compares to the CFB rankings to see if the committee got it right. Because as we know, we both know more than the college football people. Yep. Oh yeah. Condoleezza Rice. Wasn't that funny how she was supposed to like, it was like Condoleezza Rice and like George Bush, like called the ACC was like, you need to like save our programs. But yeah. Yeah, let's get to the let's get to the meme matchup of the week. Uh, Zuch, you want to go first? You got your meme I matchup. I do. It, I knew it right off the bat. It's South Carolina versus Texas A and M. Oh, that's a good one. That was that was. I had a couple ones I was going to choose between. It was that. Uh, I saw UNLV at six and one playing Fresno State, who's like six and one or five and two. I thought was funny that I almost chose, but yeah, that's going to be a good one. We got Beamer Beamer Ball. I don't know if Beamer Ball is doing too hot right now. <laughs> Neither is Jimbo. Beamer oh, no. versus Jimbo. The ear, the is this the immovable? Is this the immovable force? Uh, the immovable object meets the irresistible force. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think wins? <laughs> I'm going South Carolina. I think it'll be like South Carolina, like <laughs> this would be the bullet. This would be. I mean, Jimbo's already got like three bullets in his leg, yeah. one like five inches from his heart, and like one through his bicep. This one would be the one through the head if yeah. he'd lost to Shane Beamer. Oh my gosh, that no, come on, you got to have more faith in the Aggies. Nah, I'm just kidding. Max Johnson looks like he should be playing football in 2006. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's like the way he throws the ball, you know, it's like he's got like the you know, the video of like, man. Look at the fool who LeBron was catching touchdown passes from in high school. And it's that guy who's like holding the ball up like this. It's the way they would hold. It's like, do you remember in like when the NFL draft would come on in like 2004 and they'd be playing like the uh, Monday night count, like Monday night, the old Monday night football music that didn't. Yeah. (laughs) That's how he holds the football. He holds the football like 
like, I don't even know. Like, he holds the football. Like, you know who used to hold the football like that was um uh, freaking Alex Smith. I feel like he always kept it, like, right yep. here. Good quarterback, Alex Smith. Utah Ute, Ute legend, hopefully. Uh, and, and Niner legend. Shout out the Bay Area. But my me matchup is a me matchup for one reason and one reason only. And it is Texas State versus Troy. Now, the reason this is the me matchup that Texas State has a chance to win six games if they win this game, which would, if my stats are correct, would make them bowl eligible for, I think, the first time in their history. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's true, yes. That is why it's the me matchup. We have Texas State. I mean, DJ Kenny. I, I know nothing about Texas State, although the only thing I know about Texas State is that stat. For, okay, I'm going to make sure this is right because I would hate for this podcast to go live and then I'm the guy who gets my facts wrong because this is a facts podcast, of course. Here we go. Texas State Bulls. Has Texas State ever made a bowl game? No. They are one of three FBS teams who have never made a bowl game. Okay, Zooch, I'm going to let you guess who are the other two teams. Give me a sec. It's got to be New York games. Let me... I mean, I'm, I'm going to look this up. Teams to never make a bowl. I think I already know one. One's got to be UMass, right? That's what I'm thinking. UMass. Okay, okay. There's there's a couple, so there's six. Okay, some of them have to be like Jacksonville State has to be one because they're new. Okay, so this is wrong because that this is the article I'm reading is from 2016 because I okay. saw Coastal Carolina on there. I was like, Coastal's made one. Oh my gosh! What the heck? Okay, yeah, so there's three teams. I, th- I think four. Is J- Jackson State's one this year, you said? Yeah, I think this is their first first or second okay. year. And, so UMass so, yeah. has got to be one. Texas State is one. Texas and then State. the last one is kind of – it's right in front of you, but it's for a reason that you wouldn't think is kind of sad. Who could that be? Is it like Louisiana Monroe? No. It is. I'll give you a hint. They they have been FCS in your lifetime. FCS in my life. I'm trying to think of the newer teams. Is it? I know Liberty's made one. Is it uh, James Madison? It is James Madison, and it's sad because they should have made a bowl last year, but because of the NCAA. Rule prohibiting stupid new rule, FBST. Yeah. It's such a stupid rule. And what I hate, I, I hate that rule, and I hate the rule that teams can't make the tournament for a couple of years. You remember that it was like Belmont or whatever. It was like Belmont. Yeah. Like there's there, there's that one team that always plays well, and like I hate when the team like there's a story every year of like a team winning their conference in basketball, and then like the second place team gets to go in. It's like didn't that happen That's, last year? Like the team who won the yeah. lost the championship in the conference title. Yeah, made the it. conference it's tournament. Like, yeah, if I was playing that second place team, and obviously you'd probably be like a one seed at that point. I would take it in like personally, like I'm gonna beat the crap out of this team that doesn't deserve yeah. to be here. Like I'm gonna beat the crap out of this team. But yeah, Texas State. Let's let's hope they make a bowl. Uh, knowing them, what 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 bowl do you think Texas State would play in oh, if they win six or seven games? RL Carriers. <laughs> no, I I think they could go to like. Isn't isn't there like a, is the Boca Raton Bowl like too too big for them? Or you think that's perfect? Maybe bowl? they'll get sent to the Bahamas Bowl. That Bahamas, this year that's not in the Bahamas. Where is where's the Bahamas Bowl this year? It's not, I don't know, but it's not going to be in the Bahamas because they like have a dispute over the stadium. I also love how in the Bahamas Bowl apparently like there was like a ton of like packages, but apparently if like if you bought like a ten dollar like general admission ticket. You could like walk onto the sideline because it was like a high school football game. <laughs> you could like walk around the track. <laughs> so like, the buy... yeah, no, it was like a Reddit post or a tweet. It was like someone bought 
like they were detailing all this like the security was just so lax and like chill it was in the bahamas it was only like half capacity in a stadium that's only a couple thousand people so there's only a few thousand people there and it was literally like a high school game is what they said like you just bought a ticket to get in and you could literally like walk on the track around it and like walk like and watch from like the field end zone yeah these bowl games are wild now like i mean you watch some of them and there's literally like maybe three thousand people and i even wonder what those like how many of those tickets were like given out i got a i got a good bowl for texas state St. Petersburg Bull in the Rays Stadium. There we go. That's the, we that's go. the bull. That's the bull for them. Oh man. Well, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Just a reminder, I'll be in Boise, so we're gonna get some some cool stories there, some good uh, videos and pictures. Hopefully, uh, Zooch hopefully get some good pictures and videos of New York and New Jersey while you're there. But it's I have be- one mission. It's actually two. Find Frank the Tank. Second fine fireman at the Jets game on Sunday. I don't know which one. Which one do you think's easier? I think finding fireman Ed's easier because I think he's used to it. I think Frank would just be so intimidating because, like, what, what do you he do? Would. You just go like, you just go like. I feel like if if you saw Frank the Tank, you, you'd have to catch him when he's like walking to his seat, and then you could be like, "What's up, Frank?" Well, like, his parents are from Idaho, I believe. So there's an end. Like, oh, I'm here from Idaho. Oh wait, are you serious? I've looked at his Instagram before, and he's been in, like, different random cities in Idaho. Okay. Okay. There, there's your in. Are you, okay. You have to ask, like, hey, what do you, what do you, what are you doing in Idaho? Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Frank the Tank. Maybe you can get him to wear some Boise State merch. Grow the brand. It's, so. it's Mets colors. It's Mets colors. Just don't, don't get it's, him going on about the Mets. Just keep no, it Devils I, only. He, the Devils are, like, the only team that brings him some sort of joy, it seems like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they blew like uh, a three right. to nothing lead tonight. So, <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm definitely. Or they were to right after. Maybe game. they were down three to zero and then scored four straight and then lost. something happened where they like blew some type of lead. Oh, that's. Really, I don't know really exactly funny. what. Well, that's good stuff, Suit. You got anything else? Nothing else. Just about to go catch this red eye and hope I'm going to go to the CNBC store over here and get some Nyquil or something like that and knock myself out there we go all right thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next week take care